Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. To get it together, trying to help their fellow man. Hoping we can make it better. Do you really think we can? Yeah. Do you think we can make it better? We're we're going to talk uh, about maybe making it better on the streets for people who are homeless tonight, or at least maybe we might not be able to make it better, but we might be able to notice. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. My name is John Fisher. I'm your host. Uh, I also write a daily blog, Monday through Friday, that you can get by going to catchjohnfisher.com and sign up. You'll get it in your email regularly. Um, or visit us online at catchjohnfisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, dot com. Um, we have a, a, a wonderful thing going there. We've been going for, uh, gosh, probably almost 10 years now. And uh, we have a, a, a very loyal following and more people coming on um, every day as we uh, seek to live a life as Christians in the marketplace. Um, and uh, we have a, a wide open uh, uh, opinion here. We, anything goes, we can talk about anything. We can question anything. Uh, we believe that uh, an open mind is one that is actually uh, going to find God much more readily than a closed one. So uh, that's what we're all about. Welcome. And tonight, a very special guest who has also become my friend. His name is Jeff Lockett, and I'm going to check and see if uh, Jack. I've had him muted here because it was a little noisy there for a while. So um, we're going to see if Jeff is with us now. Um, hang on. Jeff, are you there? I'm here. Cool. Okay. I can hear you. Yeah, and uh, it sounds like you may have picked up your phone and you're talking through it instead of speaker. Is that right? Uh, yeah, let me switch back to speaker. Uh, okay, here we go. No, actually, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, I was going to say it's it's really better. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's really better if you pick it up. Um, and okay, talk hold on. It. Okay. All right, here we yeah, go. Yeah, somehow, somehow on the speaker thing. We get a your voice kind of booms around in the room, and it's a little harder to understand you. So, okay. um, yeah. So, welcome uh, back, Jeff, to Blog Talk Thank Radio you. because you were on here. Yeah, gosh, I don't know how many months ago, but it seems like maybe five or six months ago you were you were with us. Yeah, about and, that. Yeah, uh, and yeah, and uh, so we're gonna. You know, we're very interested in just uh, 
because you're you're so close to uh, well let me just explain to our listeners a little bit uh, jeff has lived on the streets for a number of years um uh, for as many reasons as uh, we'll learn about later on probably tonight uh while on the streets uh, amazing among many things he studied and graduated from college uh cared for his wife who suffers from deep depression and uh through Jeff telling his story, we are hoping that tonight um, he might help us to look at the people without homes uh, with eyes that so we will never uh, turn our heads again, never ignore the, the homeless men and women as they traverse the streets. And I, I'm thinking especially this time of year, uh, it's got to be especially tough to not be uh, having a home. Now, Jeff is also caring for his wife right now, who has uh, gone through, I think, three operations. Is that right, Jeff? Yeah. Uh, the first major operation was the 27th of July, and she had two other major ones within nine days. Uh, wow. This, this month, yeah. So. Yeah. It's pretty hard. Uh, she's, in, she's been going through it, and she yeah. is home now, and uh, so Jeff is also caregiver at this point. So if uh, we, we will understand, Jeff, if uh, you get a, uh, a call from your wife and you got to go tend to her, um, change a bandage or whatever you have to, but we're, we're so thankful you can be with us um, mm-hmm. for a little time tonight. Um, okay. You know, uh, we live in Orange County, community (laughs) of resorts. Our streets are filled with trendy shops, beautiful homes, gorgeous gardens, all juxtaposed to so many homeless people. Um, Tell us what it's like to go unnoticed uh, as you struggle to survive. Is it we hear that people may see you or they walk right by and look straight through you. Tell, tell us what that's like. Oh, it's uh, a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that there are homeless people out there because there are homeless people who are pretty clean, who uh, don't walk around with shopping carts or uh, looking, like mm. I say, all bummy looking. And the ones who are not fortunate to be clean or not, people walk by, look down on them, and keep on stepping. You know, it's, un- it's yeah. unfortunate that it happens that way, but, you know, that's the way things are, you know. Yeah. But but, yeah. but there, there's other things, though, too, that uh, uh, homeless people tend to – don't want to be homeless, but then there are there are a group that are, let's say, uh, more comfortable being homeless, for not wanting to pay bills mm-hmm. or, or having to go to the household uh, with the, the landlords or whatnot. So there there's mm-hmm. those who want to be indoors, and there are those who are comfortable being outside. I for one wow. like to be inside. <laughs> you know. Yes, yes, and uh, and you have been inside finally for a while, Jeff. Um, how, Almost actually, two years. I was years. trying to think the other day. Two years, wow. That would uh, be two well, years in February. Thank you. 
That it was that a it was a struggle. So great. It was, it was a, a struggle, struggle. and uh, how, Jeff, tell us real quickly. How, how do you think you were able you were able to do it, and and how are you able to stay there at least so far? Well, being being homeless and then knowing that you were getting some type of benefits, I started to look at not at myself but at others and the way uh people's actions were in within the homeless community. And I thought to myself, you know, this is getting pretty old. You know, I have a wife out here with me, she you know, getting sick and don't want to take the chance of uh somebody else uh being slighted by, you know, her. So I asked around and there were some friends of ours, some uh, Catholic workers who worked for Illumination Foundation who knew us, found out mm-hmm. that we had uh, some type of uh, income. So they decided to help, and one of, their, uh, one of their programs is getting homeless people with disabilities and uh, and benefits uh, off the streets and into uh, housing. And uh, we qualified for that. It took about a month and a half, almost two months, you know, because you have to go out there and look for the place. And sometimes that can be very frustrating. And uh, finally they found us a nice one in here in uh, Anaheim. And uh, our uh, landlord, mm-hmm. God rest her soul, she uh, took liking to us and actually brought us right in. You know, and then mm. from there it, it it worked out. You know, we had ups and downs, but you know we were able to get inside a facility. Wow, yeah, you know, Jeff, I I've been thinking, and I'm sure you have too. Would have happened if this had happened to Kelly, where you didn't have any place to go. Well. Now that they opened up the courtyard at the old uh, bus terminal over here on uh, Santa Ana Boulevard in uh, Santa Ana, I part of it been in there, but then again, I don't, really don't like crowds, so I probably would have stayed at my yep. old camp, which is right there at the the courthouse. Yeah, you know, where it's, not, where it's nice and, what, and quiet. But, and what about Kelly? What 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 would she have been able to do? After after she, after the hospital. Well, if if that would have been the case, I would have I would have found someplace, you know. But I'm just grateful that it didn't happen when she was out on the streets, because oh it would have been a, it, oh it would have been a lot harder. But at least yeah. you know it, it happened here in, in in the home, and she has a place to come back in. Uh, heal. Yeah. Uh, it's a process, you know, because the, the emotional uh, uh, train of thoughts and the uh, the physical pain of it is it, very hard. It's very taxing on, on the body and the mind and spirit. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. she has lots of mm-hmm. other friends and everything. So, yeah, thank God it didn't happen on the streets. We were talking about that uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm so thankful, too. Um, Jeff, I understand that uh, fear of poverty and homelessness is very complex and based on many meanings. Issues probably of comfort, safety, and control come into play. 
Um, would you be comfortable telling us a little bit about what life was like for you um, as someone without a home, um, without any of those safe place and and uh, that that well, sense of being the TVs in control and everything? Well, mm-hmm. when you're on the, when you're on the streets, you're you're not in control of nothing because uh, you don't mm-hmm. own nothing out there except for whatever little bit of property you have. Uh, you are constantly watched by police, city workers. Uh, you have the children that go to school that walk by you, that look at you, you know. And trying trying to be more like uh, trying to be open-minded, you know, telling myself, well, this is only temporary. I kept saying that, this is only temporary. This is only temporary. And it embedded it, it in my mind. And I was able to act on it, but being out there on the streets is, uh, you know, seeing people with their grocery bags and going into their apartments or their homes, and whatnot. It made me want to do more to get myself and my wife into a place. You know. Yeah. 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 I, I, How... I, I had to. I had to do it. Well, I think that's. That's a, a great quality about you, Jeff. And uh, I, I love what you said about even if this had happened without a home, you would have done something. And uh, yeah. I, you've been you've been resourceful, um, even with very very few resources. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, right, it's right. amazing. Yeah, well, and uh, you... and you lo- go ahead. Uh, their their resources are out there. It's just it's up to you as an individual who want to make a change to go out there and grab it. You know it's it's there, but a uh, mm. mm. lot of lot, lot of homeless people are have doubts with when it comes to maybe the city or the community trying to do something for them. You know, and then you have to wait for a year for this to happen, and then when they say they approve it, then you still got to wait another year, almost two years, for it to actually happen. It can be very trying wow. and taxing for uh, those mm-hmm. out there on the streets. It, I know it was for me, but I, I you yeah. know, if I want something, I'm pretty much demanding of it, and I won't stop until it happens. Wow. You know. So it's really the difference between... Um, uh, making something happen and letting life just happen to you. Yeah, well, it, to me, you know, when I first became homeless before I met my wife over Skid Row, it was uh, it was easy for me because it was just me. But I also, you know, try to keep myself busy. So going into missions, I try to, you know, their resources, their uh uh, mm-hmm. Church programs and whatnot. Anything to try to keep me off the streets and keep me busy, I did. Uh, I'm not the type to let uh, life just, you know, go right by, you know, just without a care in the world. I have to, you know, put myself out there and say I'm a human being. You know, I need something too. I need something for, to happen for me. So, mm-hmm. it's a. Uh, well, yeah, it's a. Uh, it worked out. You know, it worked well, out great. Well, that's actually a 
Jeff, that's good advice for anybody. And uh, <laughs> that's good advice for me right now. Um, so uh, I, I, I appreciate that. And, and uh, you know, I will, uh, you're an inspiration to me. And well, my life's an that'll be great for me. Yeah. Really? Well, that's, yeah, uh, you know, I was going to ask you, I was just going to ask you about your wife. Um, uh-huh. How, you know, I, I, I'd love to know if it's, is it different um, for, for a woman being out there and what, what are the things that, uh, that they particularly struggle with so that we can maybe understand them a little bit better too? I think for the women is not having somebody to uh, protect them out there. Uh, having other uh, females uh, accuse them of uh, stealing their property or uh, boyfriends or whatnot, and the chance of being harmed out there. That's a lot uh, worse wow. for uh, the females out there. So, yeah, yeah it's a, it's hard, but... If you have somebody that's with you, that's going to be with you, and it makes it a little bit more uh, easier. Yeah, to, you uh, said you life. said that you said that, that Kelly was an inspiration to you. Talk to me a little more about that. Well, she, you know, in relationships, there there's arguments, there are laughter, there are tears, and there are even accusations. But her, she, she's understanding. I mean, don't get it wrong. If she gets mad, she gets mad. But <laughs> she she does have an understanding of my situation because she's seen how I have lived and what my struggles are. And when she when she's struggling, as she's struggling now with the pain and uh, the surgeries and stuff, I get angry because I can't. It feels like I can't protect her. You know. That I want to take the pain, and it, it makes me upset that she has to suffer. And then sometimes I might, uh, you know, say the wrong things. So, but I mean, she she has she has struggled, but she has over overcame so much. There is a lot of homeless women out there that have also uh, struggled like she has, and also overcame it too. But for as for it, uh, saying a female being on the streets, being single, it's very, very hard for them because you get the trust of yeah. others out there. Yeah. Um, Jeff, how would you counsel us so that we, uh, we, we would no longer be afraid to reach out and care for people without a home? Do uh, you have any ideas along those lines? I wouldn't say uh, pick out a, a single individual and, and watch to see how his mannerism is. Uh, I say just walk up and just talk to him, a regular conversation, you know. Uh, not the first thing is what, is what do you need. Just talk to him like an old friend, you know. Uh, ask about mm. family or whatnot. You know, talk about sports or uh Anything that's uh, newsworthy, and kind of like try to uh, make a bridge, a connection, and just you know talk with them. You know, try not to offer any any money or anything like that because you know 
a lot of the homeless people would take that money and they would go self-medicate because that's the way they ease their pain, their uh, sadness. Mm -hmm. Because around the time of the holidays, families will seek out their loved ones who are on the streets. They keep them a couple of days for a week and then, okay, holidays are over. You you know you have to take off, and I've seen that plenty of times working at the Salvation Army Hospitality House. So hmm. it's a uh, it's important to to strike up a friendship, uh, also to be uh, to be open minded with that person. Let the person say whatever. If the person get mad, that's okay. Let him get mad because he probably has a lot more to be mad about than you at that time. And mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. you know, also, also too, just you know, if you can help them out in in any way, you know, with encouragement, uh, uh, encourage them to go to school, encourage them uh, to help find work. If you can find something for them uh, along those lines, mm-hmm. that would be great. You know, I mean, they they just want a friend, somebody that they can vent to, but also when they see you again. They have a smile on their face, say, hey, I remember you, and we had a good conversation, and then you can keep forward, and you'd be amazed. I mean, great friendships have started out there because I've seen a lot of them out there on the streets with yeah. folks who have, yeah. who, who have their own uh, homes, who come out there to minister, to feed, this talk with the homeless, and there has been friendships that have gone from 5 to 15 years so far. So, yeah, this hmm. – you know, go out there and just be a friend. Be a friend. Would you recommend that we ask for their story? You know, what uh, even what may have led them to where they are now? Is is, sure. is that something you, people you, might want to talk about? Or you can ask, and maybe nine out of ten, they they will tell you the story. They will tell you yeah. their story of what you know what they had and how they lost it, and there will be many that will say that they will get it back again. Those, hmm. those are the ones who have who still have high hopes, and they only think of this as being temporary, as I have thought of it. So yeah, yeah, go out there and ask yeah. them about their stories, and if if a person has a story that they want to share. Uh, maybe uh, uh, their hardships or whatnot. I think that'd be just as good too. I think that oh, that can be we, that can be the connector. Okay. Those who go okay. out there, yeah. So those sh- who go out there to talk with the homeless, yeah. So yeah, a, we can tell the story. we talk about our own struggles a little bit, huh? Yeah, definitely. So that way, that the homeless person or whoever they may not even be homeless, but they might be a paycheck away. They will have an understanding of what they you went through and that they're not the only ones who went through it or, or going through it. Mm. Uh, that will help them a great deal. That will help them a great deal. Wow. Um, you know, as we're talking, I'm, I'm just realizing how much I uh, – I appreciate your spirit of independence uh, and how it's got, how, how have you, how have you overcome the odds that, that you have faced in your life? 
At least a lot know. of times. Well, a lot of the times, if I'm walking down the streets and I see homeless people doing some of the things that I've done and and things of that nature, I, I tell myself I'm glad I'm not doing that again. I'm glad that I was able to stay just a little bit stronger mm-hmm. and reach out. And luckily, somebody grabbed my hand when I reached out. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, my 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 struggles are are real. I have I have a lot of struggles, and I still struggle. We all struggle every day. I'm struggling mm-hmm. with my mm-hmm. wife's health right now, mm-hmm. but I have to I have yeah. to have a have an open mind with that and pray that this won't happen again. <laughs> I would imagine that uh, those struggles might be uh, heightened. It might be even worse, especially this time of year. What's it like? being homeless on over the holidays uh it can be it can be uh pretty much a sad occasion but there are those who make the best of it by any means they can but then you have groups that come out there who will um celebrate christmas with you i mean they'll actually sit down with you cool. and share and share a meal with you I mean, and talk mm-hmm. to you and look you in the eyes and talk with you, you know. Did that there are those you? who. Did it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was in Skid Row and I was by uh, the uh, Los Angeles Mission. They blocked off the streets, uh, had the tables all out there in the middle. And I met uh, Dick Van Dyke and I met uh, Charlton Heston. And no they, kidding. Yeah. And they sat there, and we shared a piece of pie, my wife and I and them. And we sat there, and they they looked me in the eye. They didn't look at the next person or the other person. They concentrated on you because they wanted to know what you were going through. And they they don't do that because they, you know, they can get their names in the paper by helping homeless. This is it's something, a struggle that they've been through. Because you can have all the money in the world and all the gifts and everything, but you're still sad because there are others who would, would love to be in their place. So it was good for them to, to come out there uh, every year just to, to show a little love and a little bit of humility to be a, a part of a homeless person's uh, day in life, you know, for holiday. Wow, that's a great story. I had mm-hmm. uh, I had no idea about that. That is so cool. Oh yeah, um, I I'm, I met famous people this they just to me they're like ordinary people. Yeah. You seem to make a big deal about looking in the eye. Uh Yeah, you you have to look him in the eye just you know, just it's sort of like not not a, a it's a respect thing. But it also lets them know that, hey, this person it really wants to know. You know, he's not doing this so he can get information and just, you know, write a book about this. Mm-hmm. And there are people, you know, looking at eyes that are genuinely, genuinely concerned. So, yeah. That, well, that would be one of the things that I would recommend uh, anybody who uh, wants to talk with them. Uh, a person that's in transition. You don't like to say homeless. Homeless people don't like to use the word homeless. 
you know. Okay. A lot of them use in, yeah, a lot of them like to use in between or temporary, you know, you know mm-hmm. suspended, you know, in the okay. reserve list. In, in... <laughs> so yeah. In transition, uh, you said earlier. Excuse me. Oh, that's that's really good advice. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah. you said in transition. Is yeah. that a is that a word we can use too? In between. Oh yeah, you can use that. I like that. In between, yeah. And that's all. That's all it is. You know, just a person. Temporary. That's just, yeah, just temporary. You know, out on the streets. You know, it's not going to be forever. Uh, hopefully, it won't be mm. forever for some. For some, there is. They've been out there twenty five, thirty five years. You know. And they're, yeah. they're so used to so used to being out there that they, they wouldn't know what to do if they were to go inside. So, mm-hmm. wow, uh, yeah, it's a kind of complex thing at times, but it, it'll I'm get sure. better for the homeless. Yeah. Wow did you ever did you ever feel like um, someone didn't see you like they didn't they they like they looked right through you um, uh, like the Invisible Man? I have a few people like that, but then after they kept passed me by, you know, he was, he was acknowledging, like, you know, nod your head at him, like, or saying hi or give away. After a while, they they will start talking to you, you know, a few words here and there. Then they might bring you a cup of coffee, and then they might ask you, how long have you been on the streets? And then mm-hmm. when they ask you that, you tell them the story, like, you know, and then they would tell others. I, I have seen that happen, and it's happened to me uh, over in Santa Ana. You know, just sitting on, on a, a park bench or a bus stop, and a lot of people wouldn't know that you were homeless, that or I was homeless. And I tell them, yeah, I'm homeless, man. And, oh, you don't look homeless. Oh, yes, I am. You know, take me <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well... Well, Jeff, I I want to thank you uh, for being our guest tonight, and uh, so that we can see through your we can see through your strength and dignity, or your willingness to to become visible, so that um, uh, everyone can conti- who who continues to sleep under a blanket of stars will never go unnoticed again. <laughs> yeah, That's what you we're know, kind of talking we, about tonight. Yeah, we just pray for them and for those. Start struggling, mm-hmm. we just pray, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, the the Israelites when they left Egypt, they had a struggle for forty years, you know. So, yeah, but God, but, but God, you know, looked out for them, you know. But He was firm, yep. but He was compassionate. So I tell a lot of people, you know, read the Bible, read the story of the Israelites from the Promised Land and what they went through. So, you know, it's just, well, yeah. Yeah, they were, they, they were uh, in transition, weren't they? They were temporary. Yeah. For yeah, 40 they years. were in transition for like 40 <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we thought we yeah. had it bad. But, uh, yeah, God watches take... out for, for each and every one of us. Yeah. Well. Well, we we pray. Uh, we're glad he's watching out for you guys. Uh, give Kelly our love. Tell her we're praying for her. I will uh, recover soon, and uh, I will. hopefully get back to normal. And 
we will we'll, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much for okay, being our John. guest tonight, Jeff. Not a problem. Thank All right. You, uh, thank your listeners too. Okay. But God bless you and and, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Merry Christmas to you too. Bye bye. Okay. Beautiful. Bye bye. All right. Well, there you go, folks. On on behalf of uh, all of our listeners and those who listen to the podcast later, uh, I thank you for uh, uh, tuning in. And I, I know it's our hope that because of uh, what Jeff has shared with us tonight, um, people will will never go unnoticed again. That's what we're hoping for. We pray that God makes us sensitive. Uh, to these things So uh, folks Be aware Open. It. I love the way Jeff ch- Shared just some of those real things With us And uh, uh, Boy look in the eye Look people in the eye that goes for everybody um, It's a big deal If you truly pay Attention to somebody And be a friend it, uh, That's what I got Tonight um, I hope you, I hope you got uh, something out of this uh, half hour. This is great. So uh, I tell you, God bless. We'll uh, we'll be back again next week.